This is the WOKV Spotlight on 104.5 WOKV. 810, and this is likely going to be a week like no other in American history. A former president is expected to face criminal charges. The first time that's ever happened. That's where we'll start with WOKV political and legal analyst Rick Mullaney with the JU Public Policy Institute. I mean, just the significance, Rick, of this turn of events uh, last week when the indictment was handed up. And we still don't even know all the uh, accounts on the indictment because it's sealed until the arraignment tomorrow. Well, certainly, Rich, we do need to wait to see what the indictment is tomorrow. And I've gotten a little bit ahead of ourselves, but we do know the factual foundation for it. And, of course, it involves a hush money payment, an alleged affair back in around 2007, a payment back in, in uh, 2016, 17, uh, seven years later, uh, this prosecution, this indictment going forward. As you just mentioned, it is historic in the 234 years since the Constitution was adopted in 1789, the first time in American history that a former president has been indicted on criminal charges. And quite frankly, it creates a great deal of uncertainty about the future. And, Chris, and uh, Rich, what it also has is a very partisan tinge in the sense that there is a partisan divide on this. The vast majority of Republicans viewing this as politically motivated, a majority of Democrats supporting the prosecution. We're going to have to see where this takes us. But I don't think anyone knows exactly where this is going to take. Well, and on the political end, you've got a lot of uh, political uh, noise that's being made. For example, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene over the weekend talking about leading a protest that will take place uh, in Manhattan tomorrow. Uh, She says that she'll be there with her MAGA hat and more. But you also have uh, people like the Senate Majority Leader, excuse me, Senate Minority Leader, uh, Mitch McConnell, who really hasn't said a whole lot of anything. Well, in general, you certainly have seen on the Republican side, particularly those who may be running for president themselves, rallying around President Trump in opposition to this prosecution. Not that they're supportive of his conduct and not that they're supportive of President Trump, but what they are supportive of is the notion that the Manhattan DA, in their view, has simply gone too far, that this is a political persecution in their view. And whether it's Governor DeSantis, whether it's Mike Pence, whether it's been a variety of other Republican leaders, you've certainly seen that outcry. To the extent there are any protests, I certainly hope they're going to be uneventful and they will be peaceful. Uh, We will see a day tomorrow unlike any in our history. I hope it's uneventful, and I hope we can get through it fairly quickly. Afterward, uh, the former president says he'll arrive back in Mar-a-Lago about four and a half hours south of us along I-95 in Palm Beach, and he would expect to uh, address in what ultimately will be an address to the nation because just about every news organization is likely to carry it live at 8 o'clock. If you're his attorneys, do you even say, shush up and uh, you know don't say anything that could potentially incriminate you, or is the damage potentially in that case maybe already been done? How do you quiet a former president, including this former president? Well, if history is any guide, uh, that's an impossible task. I think his attorneys may very well advise him to not say much, but he's going to say what he wants to say. And he should certainly stay away from the specific factual allegations or whatever that is in the indictment and leave that to his lawyers. But politically, he's going to be very forceful. Now, so far, his campaign has said this is a boost to their campaign. They've talked about raising $4 million immediately after the indictment. Additionally, they're, they're talking about volunteers coming to their campaign. Polling suggests that it is accurate. He's got a little bit of a pump in the polls. We don't really know, though, Rich, whether that's sustainable. We have to wait and see. And looming out there, looming out there are three more investigations, one in Georgia on election interference and two investigations with the federal government out of Washington, D.C., 
one on classified documents and the other on the January 6th riots. And we really have to wait and see how all this plays out. But I expect it to happen fairly quickly. You can expect something from Georgia happening fairly quickly. And, of course, you can expect that the federal government will also be moving forward. So we have, we're going to have to wait and see how all this comes together. For Donald Trump, his team may portray this as politically positive and a boost to him, maybe in the near term. Nobody likes to get indicted, however, and it's really hard to predict how all this is going to play out. If you're running against Trump in the uh, primary season next year, and you mentioned uh, Ron DeSantis, who hasn't formally announced, Asa Hutchinson, former Arkansas governor, just got in the race. He's the only one that I've seen or heard from so far who has said uh, Trump should exit stage left and take care of his legal troubles. Might that be a line that we hear people like Nikki Haley and others trying out? I don't think so. Um, I think you're going to see the more, at least for now, you're going to see uh, Governor DeSantis, Pence, Nick, Nikki Haley, Mike Pompeo, and others. Uh, and they'll do it for two reasons, I think. Number one is the Republican Party, as I mentioned earlier, nearly 90 percent, there's a partisan divide on this, uh, are very much opposed and critical of this prosecution. They believe it's politically motivated, and those candidates know that's where the Republican Party is. The other part is the, the, Demo- the base for Donald Trump. They have to be careful, of course, uh, not to, they are a very, very vocal group, and they would be very, very careful how they approach that. So on that issue, I expect, I expect them to be consistent in their defense, not of Trump personally, but in criticizing the prosecution. And that's what you've seen Ron DeSantis do. He has not defended Donald Trump personally. He has criticized the Manhattan DA and for this being a political prosecution in his view. That's going to be a fascinating next uh, several days here, and we'll cover every moment of it. As Trump says on his Truth Social platform, he plans to leave Mar-a-Lago around noon, head over to the West Palm Airport, not too far away uh, via drive, and then uh, head out of Florida north to Manhattan tomorrow afternoon. About 2.15 is the arraignment that is scheduled. And tomorrow evening, Trump is expected to address the events of the day and what it means going forward at about 8 o'clock. We'll have coverage for you over the next 20 four to 36 hours. Rick Mullaney, our political and legal analyst from JU Public Policy Institute, as always, appreciate it. 816 on Jacksonville's Morning News.